and gentlemen, welcome back to the Daily Dimensions Podcast. As always, I am your host, Smitty, back with another one, man. And as you can see, if you're looking on video, you know what I mean? Yeah, your boy is dressed for the occasion. This is a special Valentine's Day episode of Daily Dimensions. And, you know, in the, in the three years we've been doing this, um, by the end of this year, it'll be four years. Man, time is flying. But in the three years we've been doing this pod, right? We've talked about literally everything. We've done an episode for everything. I don't think we've ever done a Valentine's Day episode, let alone Valentine's Day special. We calling it a special because we can do that. <laughs> but I don't think we've ever done that. So here we are. Um, this is for y'all, man. And what brings this about other than the occasion, but um, I was on Instagram and, you know, you could see the little things the notes whatever they're called when you in the dm but it's not a dm but it's up there and like you know what i'm talking about and someone posed the question what is love and it's like that is such a for me a easy question to answer but it's also for many a difficult question to answer because you can ask 10 people what is love and you can get 10 different answers and it could be oh you know Uh, I'm committed to you or I do right by you or I do this for you or like different things like that. Like what is love really? And I've I've navigated that throughout my 30 years of existence of what is love and what I was seeking in love for me in a younger version of myself, a younger Smitty, if you will, um, love looked like. I will do anything for the people I love. I'm like overly committed to the people I love, um, even to the point in which it hurts me. And I had to realize, you know, over the years that, yes, that was love, but it was I was also people pleasing. And I felt like I had to do a lot of the things I did for people to accept me or like for people to stay in my life. Or for people to love me correctly. Like I felt like I had to earn love. I had to earn acceptance. I had to earn appreciation. And I felt as though if I keep doing all these things, eventually I'll get it back one day when I should be getting it back from the jumps. Right. So (laughs) it should be a a mutual situation, evenly yoked situation, if you will. And I found myself, you know, I had a clip from a long time ago and I might I might repost it just for the purposes of what we're talking about. But I found myself performing in relationships. Every relationship I've been in, I found myself performing, even in the relationship I have with myself. I found myself performing. And the last thing you want is when we're sitting here talking about what is love. Love is not a show that we need to be performing in. Love is not a circus that we need to be performing in and juggling these things back and forth. Love is not a theatrical production, right? Love is so many other things, but the last thing it is, is a game or a show or a production or a drama <laughs> or, or, or a, a novella. Uh, a, a, what is it? A soap opera. The last thing love is, is that love is the last thing love is, is confusing. The last thing love is, 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 is hurtful or detrimental. And I found myself in so many spaces because I wasn't really taught what love is right <laughs> by a show of hands. How many people have really taught you what love is? Not me. 
you know, and even then, who is teaching you love and what are their experiences with love? And a lot of times I spoke about it in a presentation I did in Hartford. And a lot of times we're taught love from a place of someone who's been hurt or someone who's been damaged. Right. Or someone who has experienced some sort of trauma centered around love. Right. Somebody cheated on you. They left you at your lowest moment. Uh, They've been doing this or doing that or they beat on you or they do this or whatever. And instead of teaching people how to win in relationships. Right. Instead of teaching people how to succeed in relationships, be amazing in relationships, be fruitful in their relationships. We're just teaching people how to save themselves for when it all goes wrong. Have a little money on the side in case something happens so you can get out and go. Make sure you don't do this. Make sure you don't do that. Don't let that man do this. Oh, you got to accept if a man's going to do certain things or you, you got to treat this woman this way. Happy wife, happy life, blah, 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 blah. And we don't teach people how to succeed in love, bro. We don't like teach people how to win in love, to be happy in love. We teach people how to just get through it. Be ready if it falls apart and how to just suck it up and get over it <laughs> when things aren't going right. And that's the last thing we need to be teaching people. And we be teaching people from a place of pain. But there is one place that will teach you from a place of victory. And that place for me has always been the Bible. Right. If you're no stranger to this show, you'll understand that like God is a leading, the leading force in my life. And when we get into what love is biblically, it supersedes everything we've ever defined love as everything we've ever uh, perceived love as it supersedes all them love languages that we really get into. Um, And the love I'm looking for, like, right, posing the question we mentioned earlier, what is love? Love is what first Corinthians chapter 13 Verses four through seven says it is. That's what love is. And that's the love I want. And for y'all, I'm going to read it. I got it right here next to me. So first Corinthians chapter 13, verses four through seven. And I know a lot of y'all have heard it before, but really live with this. We're going to go line by line and really break this down. Right. Love is patient and kind. Boom. (laughs) Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Boom, we can end the episode right there. I've answered the question for you. We all know what love is now. Let's run with it and go be great this Valentine's Day, right? No, (laughs) let's break this down deeper. We're going to go line by line this episode. This is the Valentine's Day episode. We're answering the question, what is love? Let's go line by line with this. Love is patient and kind. We got to ask ourselves in relationship with our partners, with the people we love, with our families, our wives, our spouses, whatever it may be, whoever you're loving on in your life, what is the level of patience you have with that person? You know, and if you're going to be with this person for life, 
understand that you need to have a lifetime of patience, right? If we're talking marriage, everything these, <laughs> these verses are saying have to take place for a lifetime until death do us part. It's a lifetime of patience. You can't just up and leave because that man leaves his socks on the floor. Fellas, you can't just up and leave because every time she gets ready, the bathroom looks crazy and her makeup stuff is everywhere. You got to be patient with them. <laughs> you got to be patient with your partner. Yes, they've told you the same story six times. Love that about them. Be patient with them. Yes, they take a while to get through the story when they telling it. Be patient with them. You know, so patience is important and you have to have a lifetime of patience. And you know how they say you practice patience. It's something that you continue to do every day. You don't just wake up and all of a sudden, hey, I'm a patient person. It's something even in that exact moment, you have to be cognizant and recognize it and be like, I have to be patient here. I got to chill out, Jordan. Don't jump the gun. Let them say what they got to say. Let them do what they got to do. Okay, they're still figuring this out. Be patient, be patient, be understanding. Patience is a virtue. Patience is something you practice. And everything that love is, you have to have it for a lifetime. You can't just have it part time. You can't just have it when it feels right in the beginning and we're in the honeymoon stage, right? You have to have this for life and for everybody because you have to love everybody, right? My word <laughs> says you got to love everybody. Um, but it also says love is kind. It's a lot of rude people out there. Not even going to get on that. It's a lot of people that's unkind. It's a lot of people that's real selfish out there. No kindness in them. <laughs> love is not jealous or boastful. So let's let's be real. There's times in relationships where your partner can be ahead of where you are in whatever area of life it may be. Let's say you're someone in a relationship who's making $50,000 a year and your spouse is making $120,000 a year. Uh, a person who lacks security could very easily get jealous of their partner and be like, man, they doing this and I'm just not doing nothing. And then you start to compare yourself to your partner, not even realizing that you're on a team. Right. And if this is a for life thing, their success is your success. It's a shared success. And you need to support them in that success instead of looking at your partner's success and then juxtaposing it to your current situation and saying, man, I'm not good enough to be here or they only did this because X, Y, Z. And like people be in relationships with people and be hating be whole haters in a relationship, you know, or like, oh, they would have never did that without me. Or the only reason they they doing this now is because they met me. I upgraded them. How much of a hater, how insecure do you have to be to be that person in a relationship that you hate in that hard? And that's the thing. So love is not jealous. And even the love right on a friendship level, it's not jealous. And it's a lot of people, especially let me not even say especially men, especially women that be jealous of their friends that they love. It's crazy if you can see that they love <laughs> and it's crazy. And they they'll be right in their comments. Oh, my God. So happy for you. Moment they put the phone down. Hating my friends, hating dog. And it's unfortunate. A lot of men be hating. They friend get on or they friend successful and it's like, dang, yo, they I remember when they blah, 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 blah. They used to be, oh, they only did this because they had help with. 
hating. And that's not love. That ain't love. Don't be jealous. That's that's not how it be. Um, but it's not also it's love is also not boastful or proud or rude. And being so braggadocious about the love and displaying so much pride about the love and, and just being a rude individual. There's no place for that in love. Um, love has to be gentle, you know, just in the verse before it says love is patient and kind. So there is no room for the rudeness. You see people I've witnessed it a lot, bro. Where in relationships, people just be cutting their partner down. And it's like, dang, if you saying that to them, what do you say to your enemies? Because they just be rude. They be mean. They be hurtful. You know, when you arguing with your partner sometimes or like you just you roasting each other back and forth. And then that one person holding that one thing that they really want to say. And it's like, bro, why does your mind even go there? Why do you want to argue with me so bad? Why do you want to win this? Why, why is it a competition so bad that you like you really want to bring something like that up that I'm sharing with you in confidence? It's crazy that we find ourselves in that space. But like it's something we got to navigate away from. We can't be that way. <laughs> we can't. We can't. We can't. We can't. Um, love also does not demand its own way. If you find yourself in a relationship men and women where your partner does not budge at all. You have no input. You have no say you're not validated. Um, run, put on your, your, your air maxes and run because <laughs> love does not demand its own way. You have to be flexible. If you're in this thing for life and you're merging your life together with somebody, if you're really becoming one flesh, if you're really unifying with somebody, if you're really locked in, kind of thing um you can't demand your own way because at that point you're you're a king and and your partner's a subject or you're a queen and your partner's a subject and that's not how it goes <laughs> that's not how it goes you can't be in here and be like well it's my way or the highway and that's where we tend to find that term happy wife happy life there's so many men that become uh emasculated almost in a relationship or, or lose their authority in a relationship because it's like, yo, I'm going to just do whatever I got to do to make my wife happy. Whatever she says, go. If she want to paint the house purple, we're painting the house purple. If she wants to go vacation here, we're going to go vacation here. If she wants a poodle, we're buying a poodle. Like if she wants to redecorate the whole house for the fifth time in two weeks, we're just going to do it because I got to make sure my wife is happy. I got to do this to make sure my wife is happy because she's unwilling to budge or flex or, or like anything like that. Like everything has to be around them. That's unfortunate, bro. <laughs> and I refuse to live in a space like that, but you can't be in there, uh, a dictator in a relationship. You got to be flexible. You got to be malleable. You got to be able to flow and, and adjust and change and grow because who you are when you walk into a relationship day one is not who you are on day 365 or who you are in year three and who you are in year 10. If you make it that far, you have to change. And if you think that you're going to be the same person by the end of the relationship, then you shouldn't get in one because you don't know what you're walking into. Relationships change you. And not only do they change you, they should change you. Let me say that they should change you um, for the better. But. If you come into a relationship thinking everything is going to stay the same, it's not. 
And what relationships really do is they expose who you really are to yourself. And some people aren't ready to take that look in the mirror. They're not. They're just not ready for that. Um, Where are we? Doesn't demand his own way. It's not irritable and it keeps no record of being wrong. So cut that irritability out. That's straight to the point. Stop being irritable. Grow up. Um, (laughs) it, It keeps no record of being wronged. You ever have somebody just keep bringing up the same thing over and over and you ever uh apologize for something <laughs> and they still bringing it up you ever change entirely as a human being and they still hold you hostage for the things that you've already grown and learned from and it's unfortunate but you can find yourself a prisoner to somebody's unforgiveness And the last thing you want to be is in a relationship, in a situation where you're a prisoner to somebody's unforgiveness. And, uh, you know, personal story here. They're probably going to listen to this. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. But you understand. You get it. (laughs) You get it, dog. And like I said to somebody, I was like, listen, I've apologized a thousand times for a thousand things. And I'll always continue to apologize as much as I need to. There's no limit to how much I'm willing to apologize. But the one thing I can't live with is the unforgiveness. I said, I've apologized all these times and we've had all these conversations. But at the end of these conversations, none of them have ended with I forgive you. And we just keep finding ourselves having these conversations again. And I said, I don't know if I can keep having these conversations if eventually it doesn't end in forgiveness, because at that point. You're just holding me hostage to how you feel about a situation. And if you've listened to this podcast before, one thing I've said is forgiveness robs you of your ability. It robs you of your right to hold something against somebody. And sometimes People are stuck in a place where they can't separate you from what you've done and they can't separate the new you, the changed you, the improved you, the growth, you, the reimagined you from what you've done. And you can't stay in a situation like that. There's no room for growth there. There's no room for opportunity. There's no room for for expansion. There's no room for it to get better until we come from a place of forgiveness. And you got to choose to forgive and then move forward. And there's no moving forward until the forgiveness happens. And it's unfortunate. But I, I have found myself in that space where it's like, man. Man, like I love you, I care about you, I appreciate you, and you know I do anything for you, but there's only but so many more times I can apologize before it's like, listen, what are we doing? <laughs> like like you gonna have to learn to forgive at some point. So keeping no record of being wronged is important and that's directly tied to your ability to forgive somebody. I've been wronged in so many ways. So many ways. Ways that like I mean if you wanna juxtapose it, this is like crazy. <laughs> but I found it in my heart to forgive and forgiveness for me came from a place of doing the work and not being afraid to dive into those emotions, not being afraid to dive into those feelings, not being afraid to take charge and and, and, um, being the leader in where I want my life to go. 
and not allowing my feelings to dictate the person that I'm going to become, but making the choice that this is no longer going to have power over me. This is no longer going to have control over me. This is no longer going to be what keeps me down. This is a moment in my life, but this isn't the rest of my life. And I refuse to allow anything I've been through to be what defines me. You know, what defines me is my purpose, my vision, my drive, how I treat others, how I love others, who God says I am, who I say I am. That's what defines me, not where I've been or what I've been through. And I've successfully gotten into a place in my life where I, I, I want to say I've forgiven everybody in my life, even some of the toughest things to forgive. And I love that for me, bro. <laughs> um, what else? It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. So there are a lot of us. I don't think I'm included in it, but maybe sometimes I am. But there is a lot of us who um, don't rejoice when the truth wins out. There are a lot of us who love to deal in the secrecy, who love to deal in the manipulation, who love to deal in the shadows uh, who love to 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 dabble in things that we really shouldn't have. And there are a lot of you who are in relationships with people who are in relationships with somebody else. And the truth is not winning out in that situation. There are a lot of you who do things that if everybody else knew you were doing it, you'd be ashamed of yourself because it's just you. You feel all right with it. There are a lot of us who um, hold space for our friends who are doing things that we really just don't agree with living lives that we're just not comfortable with, but continue to remain a certain level of maintain a certain level of loyalty to these people, a certain level of consideration for these people and hold this space for these people, even though their values and lifestyle aren't matching up with anything we do. And we cringe at it, but sometimes we relish in it and we're like, you know what? I'm not living like that, but the stories you telling me is kind of juicy. So I'm here. Tell me like what's going on. And it's like, that's a terrible place to be. Um, it's a wrong place to be. I'm the kind of person I live in the truth and my life is an open book. There's nothing that I haven't told nobody, haven't shared with nobody. I don't got no secrets, <laughs> you know, and I don't live in secrecy. I don't dabble in secrecy. I don't hide nothing. I don't manipulate nothing. I don't relish in people's wrongdoings if anything i distance myself from anybody who's not necessarily living a way that i'm comfortable with and we can't we we can't dabble in that stuff we got to rejoice when the truth wins out because the truth like they say will set you free dog so we we can't rejoice about the injustice we can't continue to be excited about being sneaky links and all these other different things that you see people excited about on the internet man um we can't. We can't, bro. We getting too old. Life is too short. Time is too precious for us to continue to be trapped in a lifestyle that is uh, quite honestly, excuse my French, this shit. Like I watched one thing. I forget her name, man. I'm sad. But more or less, the quote was when you're in shit so long, you start to forget what it smells like. And I think for a lot of us as a generation, we've been in this terrible place of relationships that have played out in the media, 
played out online, on TV, in movies, in books, in all these different places in our personal lives. We've been in a relationship deficit for so long that we've started to think some of these things are just okay or normal or accepted. And it's not, bro. It's really not. Uh, We need to live in truth. So going into the last verse, verse seven, love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. And. How do I want to break that down? You have to be committed, right? Love is love is a commitment. And the right love, a perfect love, a a, a genuine love, a first Corinthians 13 verses four through seven kind of love will endure and it will endure because you were able to do all of these other things successfully. Right. It will endure because you put that work in. And it came from a place of being led by this here, Um, not because you just tried really, really hard. Like I mentioned before, I was someone who tried really, really hard. I had everything on the back end. I didn't have a lot what was on the front end. You know, I didn't have a lot what was on the front end. I kept a lot of records wrong. I was that person. Um, I was a person who would be jealous. I was not always a patient person. I like to say there's a different version of me that I'm happy a lot of you never had to meet. Um, man, I'm happy a lot of y'all didn't have to meet that other version of me, but it never gives up and never loses faith is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. And there's an attack on love and your love. Don't ever think that it won't be attacked. But if it's worth having to you, if you can't see yourself without this person, if you look at this person and this person feels like home. This person feels like a safe space. This person makes you feel warm inside. They make you feel seen, heard and validated. They're just everything for you. And they love you in the way that this word says to love somebody. And they've been patient with you and rocking with you through all these ups and downs. You can endure these circumstances. But it also comes from a place of being that for that person, too. And when you both are these things for each other. When you both do that work and are healing, are growing, are navigating life together, are committed that each other is not the problem, but we're working together to fight the problem. You can do anything and a unified people, a a unified marriage, a, a glorified front like that can is so powerful, so powerful. And you can go further together than you can alone. And the right relationship will take you so much further. It will open up so many more doors. It will lead you to so many new spaces. You'll be able to bless so many people. Being in the right relationship expands your purpose. It really does. Whatever you think you're on this life, on this earth, my bad, purpose to do, whatever you think God put you on this earth to do, the right partner will take that and multiply it times a thousand, bro. Multiply it times a thousand. And it's important the people that you choose to have in your life, the people that you keep in your life and how you show up for these people, how you love these people, how these people love you. And it's so, so, so important that we get love correct and that the love we have for other people comes from this place. No other place It's not coming from Instagram It's not coming from 
50 shades of gray. It's not coming from your best friend that can't keep a man or used to be cheating on everybody. It's not coming from your person who's unhappily married. It's not coming from any of these other outlets, man. It's coming from this word. And if we can get this right, if we can get this right, we can get so many other things right, man. So I, I really hope that this sits with y'all and that y'all start to approach love in a different way. Um, that we start to be more intentional about love, more caring about love. And also be careful on who you listen to about relationships and cross reference it. Is it coming from this place right here? Because in this effort to have better relationships, especially in the black community, because um, we seem to be the ones on the Internet yelling about relationships all the time is us in the black community. Um, and then you have these toxic podcasts and then you got Kevin Samuels and, and Fresh and Fit and all these different places. Like there's so many people who have an opinion on what love is. Um, there are so many people who claim to know how to get you to a better relationship or get you to your higher self or to be a, a, a high level man and all these different things. Before you tap into those things that just feed you what it is that you want to hear, stroke your ego and, and make you feel like, yes, I'm right. Um, step into what. The person who created you tells you what love is, because if he's capable enough to create something as complex as a human being, I think he's capable enough to handle love. So with that being said, this is Daily Dimensions, the Valentine's Day episode. Ask yourself today, what is love? Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, rate us five stars and do all them good things. And uh, until next time. Peace.